look at this pen. It's got a ship in it. And if you tilt it, it goes all the way to the right. And then you tilt it again, it sails all the way to the left. Isn't this great? I had a train. <laughs> of course you did. But then... They put a fucking clock in them. TK is the pedantic one. Yes. Hedgy is the crazy one. Hello. I'm the angry one. Pedantic, angry, weird. Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Ramblings of a Grey Muzzle. My name is Xavier Wolf. I am TK. And I am Hedgy. And we are back. We are a bunch of old farts talking about various bits and pieces. Yay. This time we're talking about gadgets. Hooray. Yay. And as we've discussed off the recording we are not referring to a rescue ranger so mr xavier what is the definition of a gadget oh definition of gadget basically is a small mechanical technical electronic device that can be useful i see i say useful with the obvious quotation marks um because in my experience not every gadget that i've owned or run into has ever been that <laughs> yeah we're gonna be talking about this, this kind of technical shit it, it's it's been the occasional thing we've talked about on tiger tales radio normally because one or several of us have pulled something out of the recesses of gadgetdom and either brought it on the show or gone wow this is really useful and then several shows later we've completely forgotten about them standard yep so I, I want to set the tone off by posing posing to you guys. Ooh. And I've checked. This is considered a gadget. Okay. What was your first mobile phone? Ooh. Let's see if Hedgy can remember. I remember mine. I remember mine. Wow. My first mobile phone, I, I know it was a Philips. And, oh, good grief. Christ, he says that and all I can think of is fucking toothbrushes. Yeah. I It was, yeah, it was a Philips mobile phone and it was a one of the early brick mobile phones with a ridiculously thick aerial that was about three centimeters long and basic lcd screen uh at that point it couldn't do text messaging it could it could do calling and that was it wow you're and old. the sim card was about the size of a very very slim credit card which basically was a huge great huge great massive thing which slipped in the back, and of course the battery was removable as oh well. Oh my god, yes, they they weren't the mini ones, were they? They no, no, were no. actually a goddamn and this, card. Yeah. And this this was before the USB chargers, so of course it plugged into a sort of the almost like almost looking like a console um, plug-in, but much thinner, and that would take about eight hours to charge up. And because it was one of the early rechargeable batteries, it was like we recommend that you use up the battery until the phone dies and then charge it. Do not charge while it is still got charge in it, because then you'll you'll basically uh, the battery will begin to lose its ability to charge fully. So use it all up, and all this would do would call. There was nothing else it could do. And eventually, because this was when I was on Orange, because it was a pay-as-you-go phone, and they sent us a little thing through and said we'll be adding text messages to this soon. It was like oh okay. And of course, once we got text messages, it would then scroll across this tiny LCD screen. So you'd have to read it really carefully. If you missed it, you'd have to scroll it across again. Wow. <laughs> Almost like a pager. Basically, yeah. 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 And uh, they would, uh, the text messages weren't um, unlimited. It was, you couldn't sort of use it up with your um, uh, call allowance. You got 10 per day. And wow. yeah, you got 10 text messages per day. And after you'd use them up, it was basically done. So, what we do is save them up, and then I would text someone about like eleven o'clock at night, use them all up, and then when it rolled to midnight, <laughs> use the other ones up again. 
So basically, I'd use two days worth in about two hours. <laughs> Holy crap! It's like yeah, it, it, this is more older than what I had. Oh Jesus. yeah, 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 yeah. This was, I mean, this was like nineteen ninety five, ninety six time. Yeah. yeah. What about early, you, TK? Early. You said you remembered yours. I remember mine. It was the Siemens C twenty five. Now was that the one that you could comp- compose with? No. No. Uh, there was a, too early for that. Okay. But if you ever remember in the kind of late 2000s, early 2001, maybe 2002, mm-hmm. um, you would get all the kind of the phone warehouse or uh, car phone warehouse adverts and things. Yep. Yes. And it was the embarrassed of your mobile. Oh, yeah. And it had the little, the kind of squarish mobile phone, the little stubby aerial on the left. Yes. Yeah. That was the Siemens C25 they were hey. using as, a, as the kind of base example. Uh-huh. And I was like, I recognise that phone. I used to have you. <laughs> I had upgraded to I had upgraded to the Nokia um, 3330 uh, at that point. Not the 3310. No, I had the <laughs> I had the uh, upgraded version the of the big 3310, brother. Mm. which was a 3330, uh, which had the WAP capabilities. Oh God, WAP! Yeah, mm. so I could go on to internet. Oh. Yes, I remember that the WAP technology, Ooh. the uh, text-based internet. Wow. of WAP technology. God, that was awful. <laughs> yeah. Which the 3310 couldn't do. But otherwise, it was identical to the 3310, so it had Snake and all the other bits. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what everyone used, the, thir- the, the Nokia 3310. And you could have your customised cases as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I actually got that one for free. Nice. Ooh. Because another furry called Talk um, uh, yes. was so embarrassed for my phone <laughs> that when he upgraded, he gave me his 3330. <laughs> wow. And I was like, I can't, I can't sit here and watch you Second use that. Second-hand embarrassment for somebody else's I'm, phone. I'm yes. just so embarrassed for your phone. I've upgraded, so here's my nice shiny one. You can have my old one. <laughs> <laughs> Which was still perfectly functional and a really awesome phone. And better than uh, the one you <laughs> It was a Nokia 3330. You know, you wow. can destroy it. It had all the capability of a 3310 Ugh. plus internet. <laughs> that that was the thing that I remembered everyone talking about the 30 3310. 30, mm. It was it was the brick. Oh yeah, you could drop it from like a first story and the ground would go ow. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid thing. It was a murder weapon waiting to happen. Pretty much, yeah. It was ridiculously powerful. It would just the only thing I think the only thing it wasn't was waterproof. Yeah. I think the only thing it wasn't Mine, mine, I got in college, so this was 97, 98, Ooh. and this was the Vodafone package deal for pay-as-you-go, so this was when 10p texts existed. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, it was a Nokia, but it wasn't the 33 series, um, so it did, wasn't the brick, but it, it did have like the shape and the little aerial coming off the top. Yep. I could save 30 numbers. If I could recall, I I think it was 30, which made me laugh because I didn't have that many friends. But 30 different mobile numbers. I had like eight slightly different ringtones. <laughs> and and I didn't have the credit card thing to put in. I did have the little pop-out thing that you could put in. But it was, this is, this is, this is going to scare some of you people who may not understand this. I had a scratch card to top up with. Yes, yeah, I used to use those. Every, every yep. time... I had to go into the corner shop, so this was, oh god, it now it was a co-op. It was I can't even remember. It was a welcome at one point, but there was a co-op near. It doesn't narrow down where I used to live because yeah. I've just listed every kind of co-op in in where where <laughs> I where I grew up. But it, it, you would walk in and you go, I would like X company's top up card, and they would yeah. just give you a scratch card. Yeah, and if you were lucky. I, I say this because unfortunately that was the case. You could scratch off the thing, put in the unfeasibly long number, 
because you have to phone up, put in the unfeasibly long number, and then do the top up. You could call them for free, thank fork, but um, you had to top up by using this thing. And if you were unlucky, you didn't get a number that would actually top up your phone. Really? Yes. That I happened. never got that. Oh no, <laughs> that happened. Oh my word. It was it was awful. You could literally get a phone package where they go, "Here's your phone and your ten pound top up," because it was like. Th- a 20 quid phone with a with an extra 10 pound top up so it's 30 quid package and you could buy that and then end up going i can't top my phone up oh <laughs> it was it was awful sometimes oh but god i it it, it did fuck all mm. it it really mm. did fuck all um you you had the the wap how good was the wap for you actually really quite amazing because everything i was doing was mostly text based anyway when i was on the phone So having WAP do text was fine. I could view all my websites. I could do all the important things I needed to do at the time with WAP. Um, Oh, yeah. The the early days of mobile websites. (laughs) Yeah. That was was something. And it's like I could visit my own website in WAP and see it displayed in text-only format. And I was like, wow, this actually works quite well. (laughs) Back in the days when I used to care about making my website's phone compatible. (laughs) Yeah, and I think, if I recall, some companies basically went internet access was free. Because, Not many. Yeah, mine wasn't. It it was like early, early, because it was the same with the Tempe texts. You had ridiculous amounts of charges on your phone calls, but you could have like the offers of uh, weekend calls cheaper, weekend calls free, evening calls free. Um, unlimited text was only a thing on contract phones, but I didn't get my contract phone for a while. But they they did allow at certain points. It was like very early it was like oh yeah that's fine we can we can let you run on certain times for free on the internet which was nice mostly because they, they would gouge you for fucking text charges out after, after so many for some some places were doing 30p a text oh people are going 30p that's not that would be that would be um companies like three where you would buy a phone and they would go you top up and that top up lasts for i think it was like one month and if you don't use it within the month, you basically lose it. And it was like, oh my God. Whereas I got like a £10 top up, didn't use it, go into the next week and go, holy hell, I've got £18. <laughs> That's so many bullshit text messages. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I had a three phone briefly and it went, this is shit. And it basically got rid of it. I didn't, I didn't get... I didn't really understand understand free. Do you, do you outside of the one you've talked about, TK, do you remember upgrades... Because yeah. obviously this is a gadget that, that bloomed into many things, really. Well, yeah, I went from the Siemens C25 to the 3330. I then went on to a little tiny, teeny, 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 tiny little thing, uh, which I ended up losing, <laughs> which is what prompted me to go on to contract. Ah, uh, yes. Because as soon as I realised I'd lost my phone, I was like, well, that's an inconvenience. Uh, quickly dashed over to the Vodafone store and was like, I've lost my phone, but I was going to upgrade to contract anyway, so give me a new phone. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, okay, here's a new phone. And they gave me an an old HTC One. Oh. I think. No, sorry, HTC Desire was the first ah, one. Ah, yes. And so shunted my uh, phone number across. They so just stuck it on a new SIM card for me. And all my credit was kind of maintained and kind of added to an account balance effectively. And yeah, I then started the contract life. Whereupon went from the HST, uh, HTC Desire to the HTC One to the One X 
then they stopped doing phones. <laughs> so yeah, I then yeah. went over to the Huawei P9. Oh, God, Huawei. And I'm currently on the Huawei P20. Yeah. Isn't it Huawei? Huawei. Huawei, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, not English, so I don't know. It's Chinese, yeah. I think it, yeah, it's Chinese. Giving all the secrets to the Chinese government. Yeah. Probably. Well, that's, Allegedly. That's, that's, that's most of the European and American companies at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking about jumping ship over to the Google Pixel 6 Pro. Ah. Oh, yes. The, the oh, you wish to watch a video? Here's our phone. <laughs> it's like, the camera on it looks quite tasty on the Pro. And I'm going... Yeah, I quite like having a camera with a phone attached to it. Um, so, gimme. I think the, the first phone I had on contract was with uh, T-Mobile, and that was a Nokia 5560, I think was the... I think that's what it was called. It was a huge, great, chunky thing. It would fill the palm of your hand, which is tiny these days, but back then it was like, oh my God, this is huge. And it was a very, very lumpy thing. And that was the first one I had on contract. And that would access the internet quite well. So I was like, oh my God, this is the future. And that was when I first had my contract there. Uh, after that one, I think I upgraded to the HTC Wildfire, which was the small version of the uh, Desire, yep. I think. Yeah, and I still have that because it serves as my alarm each morning. Yes, we know. Yeah, it's got a really loud alarm, so I have that as my alarm. That's my old... That phone is ridiculously old. And, and, and when we wow. say we know, both myself, TK, know. <laughs> Edgy, however, will sleep through it. Yes, I will. I had, to, I had to get rid of a, a couple of my old phones, um, primarily the HTC ones, because the battery swelled. Yeah, oh, yeah. batteries. And it was like, oh, okay, lithium swelling. That's not good. Yeah. No. Let's dispose of these safely yeah. and as far away from here as possible. Yeah. Oh, there's a reason why they, they say trade in your old phone because they, they will dispose of it for you. Yes. Or re recondition it. Either, either, one, either one is good. However, if the phone gets too old, they won't take it. So you've got no way of getting rid of it. Yeah, true. There yeah, it's called being naughty and putting it in the dustbin. Oh, no, no, no. Or no, being no. even naughtier and putting it in someone else's dustbin. Oh, <laughs> Um, so yeah, my, my upgrades from that one I got when I was at school, I went to Orange. I really oh, regretted yeah. that because it was, I liked the Vodafone one, but everyone was upgrading. So I upgraded to another one to have more memory and a few bits and pieces and I could play a game on it. Oh uh, yeah. Um, but they started charging gouging for text on pay as you go. I then got the Razer. Oh, the Razer, the thin one. Yeah, the thin one. Uh, one day I may even get the, the latest one. Because the Razer... How I really thin like the can razors. we make this phone? <laughs> but the, the, thinner than that. The Razers I really enjoyed because that had a camera. The picture quality was terrible. But it, it did the... You could look at the phone and go, no, I'm not going to answer this. Put it back. <laughs> <laughs> I was amazed at how good quality it was. Like, yeah, I don't even, I don't even need it. I like that. Phone. <laughs> I know technically all phones had that, but it was... I didn't even have to open it. It was like, yeah, I can, ju I can just ignore that person. So that mm. was fun. Um, contract phone, I think I only started that up. Oh, God. I think that may have been with the first upgrade to the Sony Ericsson's. Wow. So I've, I've, I've got the latest, the, not the latest, latest, but I've managed to get one that's quite good. And like I said, I'm looking at the, the latest Razer because I liked the flip thing because you had this like little 
thing you could attach to your belt and put the phone in there. It meant I never dropped it. <laughs> Whereas this fucking thing got dropped more often than not. It was like, oh Jesus. But you meant you mentioned the size. Um, I mean, we we put in the definite well in the definition. It's a small gadget. People had phones that were almost tablets mm, mm. as phones. Yeah, mm-hmm. and filled the pocket. Yeah, it was like well, then there was phone. the Samsung Galaxy Tab, which almost looked like a miniature tablet. Yeah. And that actually was a phone. So you see someone holding this and you're going, why is that person holding a portable computer to their ear? Uh, that's what we all do with these <laughs> mobile phones these yeah, days, Hedge. That's the thing. I mean, well, back back then, it was much bigger than it was. It, it You know, it was a ridiculous size. It was huge. But when, when, when I had the Razer, it was like, I barely had any websites that I could go to. And if you wanted anything, it was often ridiculous charges for it and menu really crappy menus until you realize it was like what am i looking up on my phone on a regular basis? <laughs> not anything that warranted unlimited data yeah so i don't, I don't want to say youtube was a major thing on phones then because do you recall when you started like watching youtube videos on your phone the wildfire that i had had you could download the youtube app oh christ <laughs> and that that was when it was before it became like super mainstream youtube that was still when it had like the trending bars when and it was the good five yeah. stars yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, that was, was early early days i actually went you know i'm gonna turn the wi-fi on this thing and see if it went and it went what is this i have no idea what this is <laughs> it was like the youtube app was like i'm sorry this is incompatible with our latest software it was like ah decontinued youtube yeah, youtube yeah. says no <laughs> jesus but that yeah. was that was the other thing that i liked photo when they put the camera in the phone oh yeah yeah you actually reminded me, I actually had a Sony Ericsson for a while as well. Hey. Um, and I can't remember which model it is, but the camera was protected by a flap. Ah. And you could slide the flap to the side. It made a satisfying yes. Sh- yes. click sound. Yes, I remember and that And then one. you could take your photos. Yeah, mm. I remember that one. Ah, oh, I liked that camera. It, it was appalling, but it did have a Carl Zeiss lens. <laughs> so it, it took some very nice tiny megapixel camera photos. Yeah. <laughs> That was the thing, though. A lot of the quality for photos back then. Oh God, they 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 were worse than some of the digital cameras that I see currently. But <laughs> it was just the novelty because then you could go, "Oh, I've got my photo on my phone. This is where I've been." So instead of shoving like a small folder of of taken photos, you're mm. just shoving your phone into someone's face. Pretty Here's much. my slide collection in digital format. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, and gradually, the utilitarianism of this went up and up. Instead and up. of a instead of a slide carousel, we now have a PowerPoint presentation. Pretty much, <laughs> it does it automatically now. It's like I've taken a bunch of photos. Here's your slideshow. Thank you. <laughs> yes, they will also put music to it. Oh yeah, my god! Oh, I get a notification no. like going, "What the fuck's this? I just took some photos. Oh, this is calming." <laughs> Not necessarily a phone thing. That's a Google thing. That's not. Yeah, that, that's a, definitely a Google fo- uh, Google Photos Google, thing. Um, Google thing. Yeah, but it's very good. But then it leaves point blank too. So uh, sorry, left blank too. Um, so yeah, no, it doesn't work for me. I need the gallery music. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just not complete. <laughs> but yeah, that's very much a Google thing. So that's that's phones. It, it's something that's definitely we've grown up with and have been touched by the gadget that is the phone. Yeah. Any of you, do either of you have a gadget from your experience that you want to talk about? I mean, I have one. It's not electronic, but I believe it still classes as a gadget. Yeah, mechanical, small mechanical, yep. electronic, technical device. Which is the Swiss Army knife. 
Oh, wow. Because I have a Swiss Army knife upstairs in my bedroom. 33 function Swiss Army knife. And I bought that when I was about, I'm going to say about 16. And I still have it to this day. Back in, and back I in the dark ages. still use it. <laughs> back in the day when a 16 year old could buy knives. Yes. yes, true. Yeah. Because, you know, you weren't running around. I was like, yes, this will be useful. It has a screwdriver in it for tightening screws. It have a knife for prying things off. It's great for, you know, opening jars and stuff like that. And yeah. And the it, blade is tiny, so it's not yeah. good for shanking your enemies. No. Indeed. Which, well, well, we'll ignore that topic. Um, <laughs> don't, don't want to get banned off our platforms. Yeah. Um, but do do you remember like going past the the the, the camping shops when these were like being sold? Because the, the, this is back in the day before the internet. Mm, you know, yeah. massive adverts on there. It yeah. was not really TV advertised, but it was in like the the traveling magazine. But you'd go past the camping shops and they'd have that little display, and inevitably you'd have here's the basics Swiss Army knife, mm-hmm. and here here's the intermediate Swiss Army knife, here's the small bookstop. Yeah, of the Swiss Army knife. It's like. What? Well, I mean, the most basic one was basically two blades. It was a large blade and a small blade, and they folded up in the middle, and you had basically this thing that filled your hand. Then you had the intermediate one, which could contain a large blade, a small blade, a file, um, a corkscrew, and possibly maybe a, a one of the a can opener, which had which had which was also a flathead screwdriver. Yep. Then you got the larger ones, which would have a fish scaler, yes. a, a very simple saw. Uh, they had removable ones, which would probably be a toothpick and a pair of uh, tweezers. Yep. And then you've got the one that I've got, which is the 33 function one, which has got scissors. Uh, it's got a braddle. Uh, it's got a crosshead screwdriver. That thing you, you take stones out of horses' shoes. Yes, <laughs> yeah, all that kind of thing. <laughs> the number of times you would ever do that in the new yeah. forest. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to take a stone out of horses' shoe. I'm well, I, I basically use it for puncturing it. things. It's like, <laughs> I need to... I need to make a I need to make a, a drive hole for a screw. That's what I use it for. So yeah. All yeah. those times you screw things together. Basically, yeah, anything you buy anything from IKEA, and it's like I need to make a friggin' hole. Whatever, yeah. I find IKEA made the holes for you. If you yeah, but they're if, never that good. If you're making a hole head, you're doing it wrong. Well, the, the thing is, for to me, the Swiss Army knives were mostly it's kind of a status thing. It's not a utilitarian tool. Oh, I, I basically used it for everything I need. It's like, right, something's coming loose. Screw, 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 screw. There we are. Very nice. Yeah, I found very quickly. I would rather have a screwdriver. <laughs> I found very quickly. I know it's just something I've always had. It's like a little brother to me now. It's like, yeah, so there we are. Yeah bullied and, and and gets second control well currently it's got a small togepi hanging off it because i brought it one when i went to japan and went here you go i've got your little charm i was like, like yeah so this this explains much, <laughs> explains much. <laughs> doesn't explain everything but no, it explains yeah. much but yeah that's probably that's probably the oldest gadget i've got which is my swiss army knife I do, I do remember seeing them in the shops because it was, it was either that or the big Bowie knives that you would look at. Oh God, yeah, the sheath knives. But it, they, they always looked lovely, and mm. like they had some of them you could get in the proper box. Because mm. I think this was actually an, an army thing designed for the Swiss Army, wasn't it? It was mm. supposed to be a proper tool for the Swiss Army, but yes. then they went, "Holy shit, we can sell this." Yeah, pretty much that's what it was. It was yeah. designed for them to take with them in case, like. Heck, we need to strip this bark off of this tree. Yeah, we got this. We need to we need to dig a hole in this cold ground. What we need, we, to, got? we need to measure with a really shitty ruler. Tiny ruler. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the fish scaler's got a little ruler on the thing. It's like, no ah, one, no one ruler. used the fish scaler. No one no 
one uses the fish no no well when you're camping it's like yay dinner Ooh, we don't eat the scales don't worry i've got the swiss army knife no when when you're camping someone will say oh we can fish for our food and i will look at you and i'll go you fucking won't (laughs) (laughs) for various reasons a, you'll never catch anything. B, you're not going to be the gutting of the fish. <laughs> bailiffs, however, will catch you and they will gut you. What, for fishing in a river? Yes. Oh, I see. You know, fishing licenses are a thing uh, for a reason. Well, it depends where you go. True, it does depend on where you go. There are some places you can fish without needing a license. Because I, I used to fish, which is why the, the idea of the Swiss Army knife was nice. Because it was like fishing wire, fishing tackle fishing reel, all, all of that stuff. Having a utilitarian tool would be a nice idea. Eventually we just went, fuck it, we'll just get a knife. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how flexible knives can be when you need them to be. You know, <laughs> Stabbing. I mean, a butter knife is a very good screwdriver at a pinch if you've got a forehead oh, screw that needs doing. For that one time you'll do it? Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yep. You'll never use it again? Uh. What about yourself, TK? Gadget-wise, I mean, I've never really been one for what you would describe as a gadget in the traditional sense. I've been more for the kind of the, the big, I'll say the big ticket items, but the the larger devices, shall we yeah. say. The more kind of, it sits there and it does things. Well, the the electronic appliance. Yeah. I know it's the terrible wording, appliance, because everyone goes, kitchen. Yeah. No, it's it's like the, the, the consoles and the computers yeah. and things like the that. The consoles and all the converters and boxes and things that make them all work with each other. Yeah. But not Mostly to say, against their will. Not to say there aren't a large number of gadgets that exist in that world. I mean, you could I describe the open source scan converter as a gadget. Although, <laughs> I suppose it'd be really stretching the definition because um, it, it's more what it does on the say It's an upscaler rather than a gadget. Uh, oh, the, for, for me, the, the first ones was the... Do you, you remember the old fuck-off tellies with the SCART leads on the back? Oh, yeah. And having to incorporate everything in there. Mm. For me, a useful gadget along those lines was the the SCART switches. The SCART switch Oh yeah, yeah. All the SCART Holy splitter. fuck! My life changed when I managed Click. to get the first one. Click, Click. Uh-huh. I had to stop using those because I used to use SCART switch boxes for all the studio equipment. Yeah. And then I realised that all these SCART switch boxes, despite being very good at sending picture the right way, it's very bad at not sending electricity back the other way. <laughs> and so you turn one console on. And suddenly you'd get three or four consoles light up with powers. <laughs> oh. going, powers on. And I'm going, no, it's not. Why, why are you all showing up lights? Unplug everything quickly. Because <laughs> sending power backwards through electronics is bad. <laughs> Especially when you've got lots of sensitive electronics that are sometimes between 30 to 40 years old. Mm. They don't really like getting electricity the wrong way up them. Although most, most of the time I was using those things for when it was between the VCR and the console. Because that was the fight. It was like, I have a console and I have a VCR on the one telly. You, you, you can either watch videos or you can play games. Mm. Or you can do the sensible thing and have a VCR that's got two SCART sockets. And oh, therefore... don't, don't, don't be rich. VCR mm. with two SCART sockets? Who, who owned a VCR with two SCART sockets? <laughs> Me! Well, technically my family, but... <laughs> yeah, the family. Uh... But that's fine because I didn't ever. Well, when I got my VCR, it did actually have two SCART sockets and Dolby stereo sound. Ooh, now um, he's being posh. I know, right? Uh, and it supported surround sound as well. Um, so it was Dolby surround, sorry, not stereo. But that's beside the point. I did have the twin SCART sockets, uh, which is very useful because you could plug your console into one SCART socket and then the other SCART socket goes back out to the telly. So I could just put the VCR into AV0 
and bing, console. And then I could put a video cassette in and record gameplay footage. <laughs> I was recording uh, gameplay footage before the internet. Yeah. Oh, not before the internet, but before we, before I was online. Technically, so was I, because I, uh, I, uh, I plugged my C64 into a VCR and recorded stuff of that. It was yeah, like, yeah, this is cool. Bad attitude, wasn't it? Bad influence. You had the thing that you could record at the end, but they would the often... Data the data blast. You could, if you had to send something in, you could record it as VCR, and as long as you send in a re- return envelope, they would post yeah. the VCR cassette. <laughs> We're yeah. fucking yeah, don't, old. Don't send the VCR in. That's <laughs> yeah. silly. Just the send tape. Send the VHS tape in. It's better. <laughs> Still, it's considering the logistics of posting a tape cassette, because we're not talking little tape. We're talking the size of a book. The thing is, I remember with the they're not big books. With <laughs> the still a book. with the data blast that you recorded, it was they said what you do is then you move forward frame by frame with your remote control. And I didn't have a VCR that had frame by frame. However, <laughs> what I could do was start at the back and tap the rewind button and it would go oh, back God. tiny increments so I had to read it backwards. <laughs> hey. I had frame advanced on my VCR. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. The trouble is, paused. where it was the VHS technology, yep. horizontal tracking oh, oh, yeah. paused yeah. wasn't always effective. No, no. When you were playback, it was fine, mm. but on pause, horizontal tracking was like ooh, blah, 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 all over the show. Yeah, pretty much. Like, Have fun trying to read the data blast now. <laughs> yeah, this is the wonders of technology, folks. Yeah. So I'll, I'll lead on then. Headphones. Headphones. A headphones a gadget? It's a small electronic device. I would say that's I would stretching say, the definition. Yeah, headphones are not really gadgets. They're essential for when in the music industry. Because trying to mix when you haven't got the ability to have speakers around and also, you know, makes it a lot easier for hearing things. Also recording as well. So, hi there, I'd like to record vocals on this track. Okay, well, we don't have any headphones for you, so we'll have to play it loud, whereupon it goes down the vocal microphone. (laughs) Which is not helpful. No, that's not what you want. I mean, one of the gadgets I still have laying, I suppose you can call it a gadget. I suppose you could consider modern headphones gadgets, the ones that have got a a, a card slot or they've got like bass boost on the phone no. and that kind of well, stuff. I, I, so, I, I, not I a would gadget. say, I would, it's say a headphone. I would say gadget because a lot of a lot of places that I'm looking up when I'm asking the question is headphones a gadget mm-hmm. are going gadget sites. Oh yeah. yeah, these are headphones. And yeah, that's because gadgets sell so random electronics <laughs> shit. It doesn't mean the random electronics shit they're selling are gadgets. I mean, they, technically, they also are literally saying plug and play devices. They well. would sell. They would sell the PlayStation Mini and go, "Yeah, we're on gadget sites. We're selling the PlayStation Mini," which in theory makes the PlayStation Mini a gadget. And I would say it's not a gadget. It is a small console. <laughs> The PSP or Vita, you could argue, potentially a gadget. Technopedia says it's a hardware device. Yeah. I've, I've heard the argument device gadget before. That That's a long and painful The argument. television is a hardware <laughs> device. That doesn't make it a gadget. <laughs> <laughs> I, still, I still think headphones are a good gadget. I mean, the ultimate gadget probably for would be like uh, those miniature games you play, like Tamagotchis. They were ridiculous oh gadgets. The Dreamcast VMU. Yes, that, that was a gadget. Yes, that that, that definitely was a gadget. And a gimmick. Also saved your game, yeah. Hmm. Oh, well, they didn't let you save your game, but if you uh, 
kind enough to not let its battery die. Uh-huh. And you had various bits of software, for instance, what, some of the channel thing from Sonic Adventure 2. Yep. You could play games on your VMU. You could. And you could connect two VMUs to each other and to swap data and things. And it was also friends. possible to download a program which allowed you to make your own animations for the VMU. Yes. Which you could then download from a site using the Dreamcast web browser onto the wow. VMU. And you had a little thing which would go, yes, I can run a little LCD <laughs> animation on here. So, yes. And you thought you were the shit. Indeed. Well, yeah, because not many people had those VMUs. Not many people had a Dreamcast. I not did. enough people had a Dreamcast. Yeah, true. Yeah. Not that's why Sega stopped selling hardware. Yeah. I mean, I think the the one of the funniest gadgets that came out in the early 2000s, I'd say, was insert name here in your pocket, where you basically had a little soundboard in a tiny little plastic thing with loads of phrases so you get like mr t in my pocket so you've got these little things like that and you got like um portable soundboard yeah Yeah, basically yeah yeah, those things but it was something something in my pocket so you get bullseye in my pocket that those those i would put under the line of useless and ugly yeah but they are gadgets yeah god i know people that used to have those all the time yeah Yeah, because they were being sold everywhere yeah yeah the, the the men's yeah shop would have that bullshit and then you'd have that in like asda like in the standees but there were so many things on there it was crazy we had a fortune in my pocket i wouldn't really describe them as a gadget per se i'd describe them as a toy you could you could argue it either way i wouldn't necessarily say it was a toy because it's not even a very good toy (laughs) well not very good gadget it's just a very shit product (laughs) but i I would say it's more of a toy than a gadget per se because aside from making a sound effect happen when you press a button doesn't really have any other kind of functionality. It's I like mean, the iPod is a gadget. Yeah. yeah. The, moving into moving away from that, the iPod and the MP3 player. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever have one? Did either of you? Ever yep. Have one? My first MP3 player was a large thing, about the size of a USB drive, because it was a USB drive, mm-hmm. and you plugged it into the computer, downloaded whatever tracks you wanted on there. Oh yeah. Then put the cap back on, so the the USB stick wouldn't get dirty. Plug some headphones into it, shove it in your pocket, press play, and little, there you go. Bullet like thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Very tiny LCD. Very tiny. And enjoy screen. all the 32 songs that you could squeeze yep. onto it. I yep. fucking did. And then I upgraded to a little, I, I don't think I own it, a rectangular, not iPod one, because it had a, a reasonable screen. So knockoff iPod. Yeah, but it had like Probably. hundreds of songs, and I just uh-huh. kept filling it with stuff I'd ripped off the CDs. <laughs> However, does any did anyone have the interim between CDs and MP3 players? Mini disc. The mini disc player. Cashier I disc. did. I did. I bought. I bought the mini disc player slash recorder so I could make my own technically mixtapes, but on mini disc. Yeah. Now that was a gadget. The Sony Minidisc player, which lasted, I think, about maybe like three or four years before well, it basically it la- died. Lasted three or four seconds, but people tried to try to keep it going because, yeah. you know, we spent money and they hadn't realised that CDs would be so popular or that CDs would then get superseded by, oh, wait, we can just stick it on a hard drive yeah. <laughs> or a memory chip. And no one ever has to but worry yeah, about that skipping was, again. Because I, I had one of those that I would take on the train to London Furnies, the mini disc recorder. And I was like, yeah, you can shake this like crazy and it doesn't skip. It's amazing. 
and came along with an MP3 player. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. But you could make. I could. I had a. I had the recorder version, so I could plug things in there, record, and make my own little mixtapes and everything. It was like this is really easy. You can skip and you can record your own things. Great. Loved it. All the mini disc owners were saying, "Look, we can shake it around and it doesn't skip." And I brought out my cassette Walkman. Oh, look, yes. I can shake it around and it doesn't skip. It makes and it's a... infinitely cheaper and easier to use. It does yeah. It does um, waver, though. It, it can do, but it's not as bad as it being on, a, on CD. That was the thing. But, I mean, I mean, going back even then, the Walkman was one of the first, like, oh, Christ, 80s yeah. gadgets. That was the, like, what is this? People walking around listening to music. It's like they're not going to talk to each other anymore. Good grief. Did, did you try and smuggle it into school to listen to? Uh, I, d- I never had one when I was at school. But the first time I got a Walkman, I was at college. That's when I got a Walkman. Yeah. I had a rip-off one, but yeah. yeah. It's, at school, you a lot of people would do this. They would like smuggle it in and have the broken headphones. Because we're, when we talk about headphones in reference to like the Walkmans, mm. they were the two flimsy ones. plastic discs yeah. covered with, with a bit of really foam. Really scratchy. Not, not nice foam. Nope. Really scratchy foam connected to... Um, hard plastic that will break mm-hmm. that's connected to basically a hair, metal hairband metal hairband that that is uncomfortable as fuck and inevitably you would manage to break the headphones off to the point where, point where you couldn't fix it unless you glued it <laughs> solidly <laughs> and then at some point even the bit that attached the headphone to the metal bit deteriorated so you just had a headphone mm. and a wire coming off it and that's what people would have. They'd have that, and they would like lean <laughs> with it in their ear, so they could listen. It was like Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was the early days of those. Yeah. But yeah, that was the, and I, I eventually got an official Sony Walkman, which had the clip on the side, so you <laughs> clip it to your trousers and go, Yeah, this is awesome. Don't have to hold it. Yeah. Oh, you look like a fucking idiot. It was Looking great. Back, it was I didn't like, care. It was like you know, idiot. this is cool. I can walk around listening to music. This is amazing. Don't have to have a goddamn boombox on my shoulder. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, no, we're not going to talk about The those. ghetto blaster. Yeah, the ghetto. We're not going to talk about those. We yeah, but no, yeah, the Walkman ever. was probably one of the first ever real sort of gadgets that took the world by storm, and everybody wanted the Walkman. I think that's the, that was the thing, though, with, with some of these gadgets. You had the thing that was really popular. Mm. And, and when we talk about this, you're like... Uh, People listening may be going, oh, God, I remember that. Or, or more likely, oh, my God, people used to do that. <laughs> um, but not not all of them took off like that. We mentioned the MIDI disc. MIDI disc, yeah. Oh, God, that was yeah terrible. And then we also mentioned like the Tamagotchi mm. stuff. Although, going back even further, and I know everyone has used one of these, and if they haven't, they've got to be incredibly young, okay. which is... The disposable camera, which yes, you bought and yeah. took on holiday and took pictures of walls and floors and shoes. I, <laughs> I collected cameras. So I had, you know, the Polaroid ones. I had one of those Polaroid ones. I never could get the film for it. Yep. Um, I had a lot of like the little ones that you could put film, the reel of film in the back of. Yeah. With the square flash bulbs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was basically like this bulb in like this square cube and it would rotate round and go yeah. <laughs> I actually, actually half of this didn't work because uh. um, I, I would just like buy these little cameras because I was really fascinated by all this stuff and just the disposable cameras that we would primarily have would be the stuff that literally was 
you'd bite off the off the thing in a package and it would come with the bag that you could put it in and send it off on or sorry the envelope the envelope the envelope yep. and all you could do was just take pictures occasionally it would come with a flash uh-huh. that might even work and you would just use the camera everything is sealed you can't take the film out yep and you would post it off and then they would do the developing and send all the pictures back. I That's got they would, so yeah. many posts. Po- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was that was something that I would occasionally pick up before I going on holiday. And then one thing I really liked was I got given for Christmas yep. a one hundred and ten mil camera. I had one of those, which is the one that basically was like a spy camera. <laughs> and the the it's film, thin yeah, the film amazing. looks like a reel to reel tape. It's got. Mm. Two two circles at each end connected by a long, thin piece of plastic. And you slide that into the camera. Oh, God, and it yes. takes widescreen photos. Yes. The best way to describe it is widescreen photos. I, I never managed to get hold of one of those. <laughs> like, I used to have one of those. It was amazing. It was great. And instead Tiny. of having to like, rotate a thing to pull the um, photo onto the next reel. Yeah. yeah. It had a little slidey thing underneath. And you just went shunk, shunk. Yes. yes. And that was it. It was ready for the it next was photo. Great. It was like, this is amazing. <laughs> yes, because it, 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 it was the cocking mechanism for the camera that mm. I, I saw in a lot of things. And it was really annoying because no one ever had, because a lot of my stuff I picked off of um, charity markets and things like that. No one ever had them. So annoying. Yeah, I used to have the 110mm camera. And, that, and I just love that because it was so much easier to put in. You just opened it up, clicked it into place, flipped the back up, and it was ready to go. It was like, this is so much better than 35mm. Why don't people use these? Get the photos. Oh, yeah, because they're much smaller. <laughs> yeah, the they were much smaller. smaller. Yeah. And processing was a bitch. Yeah. Oh, dear me. But, yeah, that was um, that was probably one of my most favourite cameras I had, the 110mm, because it was just so easy to use. And it was tiny. And it was like <laughs> a spy camera. So like, this is a spy camera. I'm James Bond. Nobody can see me taking photos. Oh, God. <laughs> did, did, did you ever, like, run across any of the gadgets that were inspired off of the Bond films? Do you mean the sort of the, like, um... The, the, uh, the gadget watches. Oh, God, yeah. Do, do you remember that shit, TK? Any of the no. gadget watches? Oh, wow. Yeah. I have the fuck is what you're talking about. Well, yeah. there, there was a couple of stages of this, because you could get the digital watches with, like, the games and the shit on it. But then they progressed to like you could have gadget style watches and they could do things. It was uh, like you could record shit on your watch. Oh, God. Oh, my. It, it was awful. But then to be fair, I went a different way. I found a Transformers watch, which was a Transformer. So yes, I was yes. Happy. Well, I mean, <laughs> then you've got then you've got people that when we started getting the LCD watches like the Casio ones. And then you've got people that added things where the. It would be an analog watch, but with an LCD display. So it was then, and then there would be like it would count round the seconds in little black increments around, and it would vanish and everything. Oh god, yeah, my brother had that. Yeah, and then of course, and then of course there was the uh, the calculator watch, which people like, oh yeah, this is great. I can do math calculations in school. Tiny little buttons. Whatever happened to those simple little Casio watches that? You always had the plastic strap, the little square kind of face on your wrist that was always waterproof to fifty meters, despite the fact that you mean nobody wearing one was the going to go you anywhere can near still fifty meters. Buy. You can you can still buy you can those still buy those. Yeah. Really? They're yeah. like a fiver now. Oh my god! I need to go shopping for watches. You just go to Amazon <laughs> and go watches. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, most they're not really they're, well. They're the basic of basic. They were the basic of basic yeah, of basic. Yeah. They were awful be, but amazing. You got them for your kid, didn't you? It was like yeah. when you were a kid, you yeah. got this really crap plastic 
I think it was really childproof, and the, the, uh, it was a competition to see how long you could make that stupid piddly strap last for. Yeah, yeah. Days. Oh, Jesus. Ugh. Although, let's go to a bit older now, when you actually get, like, a first job or something. Oh, I. And you get to talk to the boss, and the boss is, hang on a second, I'm just recording on my dictaphone, I'll be right with you. Click. <laughs> <laughs> This is feeding back into the phone. There were so many. There were so many of those little things because we mentioned it right at the top. Pagers. Yes. Did you know anyone who had a pager? I never knew anyone that had a pager. The only time I ever saw pagers was on TV. Yeah. And basically, it was literally this number has called you and occasionally has put like a three or four little word, maybe or letter message that goes on those things well like, did you know how a pager was supposed to work uh, i never looked into it what you did was you phoned a number you rang a number and you got through to a person yeah and you said i'd like to send a message to this pager and they'd say okay what's the message and you dictate the message they write it down type it out and send it to that number <laughs> so basically it's the old version of ringing the operator and going, could you put me through to this number, please? But instead of yeah. being talking to the person, you send an electronic message. So you didn't go direct. You had to talk to someone. You, you phoned someone to text yeah. someone. So you could you. never send yeah. someone an erotic message because then you'd have to go through someone and go, uh, uh, could you... Um, uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, am, I am not going to correct you on that one. Why? Did you know someone that sent erotic messages via pages? Uh, let's just say that my friends had access to magazines where you could go and find those services. <laughs> In all fairness, we all had access to those magazines where we could go and find those services. True. Well, if you could you'd sneak them out the, the, the corner shop. But yeah, office gadgets. Yeah, the dictaphone thing. and that sort of stuff. God, yeah. Oh God, it, was, it wasn't oh. just the dictaphone, though. It was like, here's like your desk pen holder. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, th- th- this is the worst one. It's like, it's got a clock. Oh. It's got a recording device. <laughs> it's an alarm clock. It's like, oh my God. Did you ever have any of that bullshit? No. Oh, wow. I didn't know anyone that did. Do you know the best office gadget? What's that? And if anybody disagrees, they're wrong. It's and not it's... the ball. Are you going to say the Newton's Cradle? No. Okay. Now, this isn't necessarily just for an office. It can be used on most other desks as well. Uh-huh. And it is the humble hole punch. The hole oh, punch. Oh, fucking hell yes. Jesus Christ. The hole punch is the best gadget <laughs> in the office environment. And oh, I'll, my God. I will say this before you continue. If you're working in an office and you manage to get hold of a hole punch, so keep it. <laughs> Just keep it. Yeah. You will never find another one. <laughs> Same with a stapler. Yes. Uh, if you're in an office and you come across a stapler, it is now yours and you are to guard it with your life. Fucking hell yeah. Even if you can't find any sodding staples for it, Guard the stapler. However, do you know the person that was the... the? You knew, you found the person that was the top dog there. They had the stapler and the staple remover. Oh, no, no. It was the, <laughs> it was the person who had the key to the um, stationary cupboard. <laughs> I, I discovered this because it was a case of, I need pens, I need pens, I need pens, I need pens. And everyone's like... Because no one ever actually asks for this shit. Yeah. And there was a case of, oh yeah, I've got the key to stationary cupboard. You have? Give me all of your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well going into that then, what about novelty pens? Like, Not, hey, oh look at look at this pen. It's got a ship in it. And if you tilt it, it goes all the way to the right. And then you tilt it again, it sails all the way to the left. Isn't I had this a, great? I had a train. <laughs> of course you did. But then, 
I put a fucking clock in them. <laughs> you could record your voice on them. It wasn't a Again, fucking pen. James Bond gadget. There you go. No, it was the pen that had the 10 pens inside it. <laughs> oh my God, colors. yes. All different colours, yes. Oh, the, Back the to sh- school again. Yeah. yeah, the shit that broke after two oh. weeks. Oh yeah, because it was a big oh. hunk of plastic yeah. that was impossible to write properly with mm-hmm. with the crappiest biros inside. Terrible colours, but my God, you treasured that thing. Mm. Oh yeah, but it was a big chunky thing if you click 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 and try and get all the little clickers down yeah yes just jamming the biro nibs against each other not cause... entirely sure why because it clearly was because it was it. a thunder though and then you compress the little thing on the top and then went <laughs> up again. Yeah. Yes, yes and then of course there was the one that was four colors which was black blue red one. and green yeah, the and if you had it in school it was like you can write in black or blue don't write in red or green. Don't write in red or green. Yes, yeah. Red is the teacher colour. Yes, red's the teacher's colour. You're not allowed red. And green is just... No. No, green was also the teacher colour. Because if was you did it right, you would see green. Oh. With, but yeah, blue and, blue and black, not red or green. Yeah. Well, on the subject of pen and gadgets... Yes. Um, I have recently purchased a new cartridge pen. Ooh. Well, I say cartridge pen. It's a fountain pen. And it is a very silly thing. It is the Jinhao Shark... And it's so cool because it does exactly what it says in the name. It bites people. No, it is a shark. It is in the shape of a shark. <laughs> so you unscrew the, the lid. The lid is what has most of the shark shape to it. Okay. And it is. Mine's bright yellow, but it is imprinted as a shark, which is brilliant. All right. And inside the pen comes a further gadget where instead of just accepting normal cartridges like your regular cartridge pen would, this has a, a cartridge that you can refill. Oh. By dipping the um the oh, the, the nib the nib into ink uh-huh. and then you twist something on the top. It's called a converter, and you twist this thing. And a little plunger just sucks ink through the nib and into the cartridge. They they used to be lever ones when they yes. were doing fountain pens. Yep. Squeeze. Fountain. I I really wanted one of those because fuck cartridge pens. <laughs> yeah. I've been introduced by a friend who I recently got. Speak, to speak to in the flesh well not in the flesh but over um, voice for the first time in Yonks mm. yeah. and he's introduced me to this wonderful world of fountain pens uh-huh. and I, I had a little experience in fountain pens mostly the cheapo Parker ones you always had to take to school yeah. and I kind of grew an affinity with them because I found them right, most of them write rather nicely uh, and then I've had my eyes opened to just this myriad oh, yeah. of possibility uh-huh. and there is a site called Pure Pens which I am now Desperately trying to avoid spending all of my money on. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be fair, I always liked like what they tried to do with the cartridge pens. Trying to find decent cartridge pens, mm. one that wouldn't leak in your jacket, and oh. two would actually write well was a nightmare. But fountain, uh, seeing the fountain pens was really nice. Well, here's a question. Yeah. What did you call the little balls that you could get out of empty cartridges? Ammo. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Because we always called them blibbies. It was like, oh, you get the blibby out of the thingy. We just called them blibbies. Well, that was that's another weird and wonderful gadget. Like, I've got a feeling cartridge. that's their actual name. Really? Probably. I thought it was just the name that people came up with. It was a nonsense name for the tiny ball. Well, it's like the widget. You wouldn't believe the widget existed as a, called the widget. Yeah. I mean, there are sort of... But yeah, I never... If it is the official name, then my word... But yeah, it was just once the once the cartridge was empty, you pull it out and go, yeah, little in there, and you take it out and move it around the desk for a bit, and then get bored, and then it would just fall off the edge and just sit there and go, I'm lost now, and that was pretty much that kind of thing. 
Of course, with me, when I went to senior school, it was like, right, everybody has to write in fountain pen. Ah, okay. Oh, left-handed. Right, got to go find a left-handed fountain pen, which was definitely considered a gadget, so well, yeah, kind of fine. The, the big thing with fountain pens is that they're effectively a device that's cutting across the paper. Yes. Depending on how sharp the Well, no, because as a right-handed person, you're pulling it across the paper. Yeah. As left-handed, you're pushing it but across. But de- depending on the nib, it's literally yeah. like a blade across the yeah, paper. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You're not cutting the paper. No. no. If you're cutting the paper, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but so a lot of these pens were like a flat edge which the ink would run down some would have the ball on the end which i always liked but the idea for the flat edge was and this will allow you to have nice cursive writing yeah it's like okay um but the thing is if if you're going traditional english english (laughs) wow if you're doing traditional english handwriting you're going from left to right yeah and the pen is works for that because you're dragging it Mm -hmm. and the ink drops off yeah if, however, you're doing in your left hand, mm-hmm. the quote-unquote logical is left to right, and you're pushing into the paper. Indeed. So you're not actually dropping shit. You're basically burying your pen into the fucking Indeed. table. Which is why I had to get a pen that was the, where the nib curved backwards. So I could then <laughs> theoretically pull it across the paper because the nib was facing the other way. That's all right. My, my best mate at the time, well, one of my mates at the time, basically went, I will write like this. Yeah, I've seen... Uh, there's so many people that write, and I go, "That must be really painful when you're writing an essay." No, they don't. They don't know it because they, they're used to it. They're just yeah. doing it, and, and and it's great because nobody can copy their work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was so. I had to get a left-handed fountain pen, and but that's the. I mean, those are the sort of school gadgets where you got all those ridiculous pens and stuff. Would you like ever that. going back to? Would you ever consider going back to writing with fountain pen if you managed to find another left-handed fountain pen? No. Um, I I would only go back to writing with a fountain pen for very specific stuff, and if I was doing again writing for leisure, but that would literally be a case writing of for what leisure. So it writing it would for leisure recreation leisure. recreation. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, it, it at no point will anyone see my writing, my spelling, my grammar. So you know that that that, that unless they read any of our websites, in which case they will definitely see your spelling and your grammar. <laughs> There's a reason why I have spell checks. But I never got to learn to write the traditional left-handed way, which is with your hand over there, because I was put on the end of a row at the far right. So, of course, I couldn't curve my arm around because I've got a person sitting to my left. So, of course, I had to have my hand pretty much up against my side with the pen barely angled. I mean, it's very difficult to describe what I'm doing, but I have my elbow against my hip. Unlike the rest yeah. of us who went to schools with tables and space, Hedgy went into a school where they packed them in by the hundred. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Put them Pretty on much benches and slave Exactly that. Yeah. yeah. Remember, I lived in a tiny town. It was like, we basically need to fit all these people in here. You lived in a tiny town, which apparently had a, a militarised boarding school <laughs> of doom. They didn't have a boarding school. It was just a regular school, but yeah. Comprehensive. So, other other gadgets. Yes other gadgets um, okay this one for me i ran into because after i left home the inevitable happened it's a case of i now need to do things about the house in an easy way okay inevitably there could be a gadget that could use be useful for this mm-hmm. and this will start in the kitchen because kitchen gadgets yep. are one of those ones where it's a case of why uh <laughs> but you will inevitably have one 
of the many. The first one is the fucking apple corer. Hey, apple corer. The apple corer slicer. Which is great. Yes, it's a lovely idea for those people who have no fucking clue how to use a knife. And also, it's easier. <laughs> it fucking work. Did you ever see all the plastic and metal that that thing was made out yeah, of? Yeah, my, my mother used to have one that was made entirely of stainless steel. I'd yeah. rather put my fingers next to a mandolin than that thing. It was I like, mean, if you had one that was made out of stainless steel, it was fine, because the whole thing was one giant piece. Yeah. If you've got one that goes, oh, it's made of plastic and there's a cute apple shape, you press that onto a hard apple and the plastic goes, bye. Yes, <laughs> that, that was the majority of the That's ones. because, like in anything, if you buy cheaply, it ain't going to last. If you buy a good quality one that's made out of stainless steel, it's like, he's very good. Oh, Apple now dead. Very good. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. we had a stainless steel one. And yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It just saved so much time. And you got like, you're doing like an apple crumble. So you had five or six apples to prepare. Chum, yeah. chum, 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 <laughs> chum, done. And it's like, thank you very much, master. May I have another? Let's <laughs> learn to use yeah. a knife. Apple it's like, again, things. but again, if you've got a knife that's a, t a really icky plastic handle with a tiny blade in there the moment you put something hard against it the, the basically yeah. blade breaks away from the handle Let, let's let's be honest i don't buy shitty knives to use in the kitchen i try and buy stuff that is yeah. not you know look at this cardboard that can cut through steel you know that kind of ridiculousness because that exists for some reason yeah um i actually buy stuff and most recent one which leads into my other gadget is the stainless steel knives that can be sharpened yes yeah. so i got a sharpener but not the sharpening stones that I know you, TK, got for shades. Yeah, you got some other weird things, didn't you? Yeah, I, I got the handheld thing. That you can oh, did you get the through. one that the is two crossed pieces yeah. of metal? Yeah, it's, it's got two crosses for yep. the prep, mm -hmm. for the grind, and then for the, the polish. Because polish. Um, I looked at the stuff that TK got for shades. This was and it confused you because it was complicated. And there well, were many <laughs> steps. It was... It's like blocks with effectively look like sandpaper on either side but these are proper wet stones. stones yeah wet stones yeah. and you could then uh, do do the prep off there the, mm. the thing is it's a lot of practice same with the, the thing is. that i got the, it, i looked at some of the because there was a video that did all of the different sharpening devices because mm. this is the other thing with kitchen devices you never seem to get one one universal device you get a device idea and then everyone splits off into different different areas of what they think <laughs> that idea should look like. Well, that's because everyone has different needs that they need that idea to fulfill. I need it to work. I don't need <laughs> all of these other things. They literally had a video where somebody was using these devices to sharp sharpen a knife, and it was a case of, I'd 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 rather run it across a wall. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, some people ridiculous. still use that long pole. Oh, that, yes. that, that, that scares you mean the, me. You mean the one that Gordon Ramsay uses? Yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 the shing, steel. Shing, shing, shing. It's basically a knife steel. Oh, God, yes. that, that you run, me. you you hold the knife in one hand, the steel in the other. You run the steel up the knife, then turn the knife over, run it back down the knife, turn the knife over, run it back, and so you're constantly switching the knife from side to side, pulling and pushing the steel along it. Yeah. And that's basically what you do. Yeah. So basically... For those people who have not got that visual in your head, it's a man with a ginormous metal rod and a yep. man with a knife that's getting sharp <laughs> in a kitchen, often doing it in your general direction. <laughs> always notice that. It's always in your direction when you look at him. Well, because you want to hold it far away from you. Yes, hold it far away from you, but always pointed yeah. at the person who immediately looks over. <laughs> 
And then they nod. It was like, ah. However, I think in modern day, you could even say that the modern fridge is a gadget. Oh, Christ. Like, this fridge has a window that you can see into, so you know what to order. It's, it's All you do appliance. is press this button, and it le- lets you see what's inside. I could open the door. It's, it's, <laughs> it's an appliance. I mean, let's what about the be smart honest? fridges? Oh, God, the smart fridges. You Cell mean like technology. smart TVs that basically get viruses? And it goes, right, this TV basically is now shut down. Press the OK button, but there's nowhere to put a mouse in. Unless you read read the manual. (sighs) Even then, there's nowhere to plug a mouse in. (laughs) In fact, most TVs actually have a USB port now. Yeah, Yeah. nowadays. It's It's for media, primarily. Mm -hmm. I doubt it'll work with a mouse, but it doesn't have USB sockets. It doesn't doesn't act with a mouse, so it just sits there going, press the OK button. And it's like, this TV has an operating system, and I can't operate it. (laughs) Yeah. You could probably SSH into it. Also, the Samsung Smart TV, which when you go to the TV guide, half of the screen is taken up by ads. Yeah, but that's that's just... <laughs> that's what you get for going Samsung. That's marketing. That's just marketing, unfortunately. But I mean, my my fridge, the my Uber fridge that is in the kitchen, has got the uh, water and ice maker, which technically is a gadget there as well. It's a it's an automated ice maker. Yeah, it's just sad that we can't plumb it in. Yes. No. Because but again, that, that is plumbing. a gadget. It's basically designed basically for that kind it, of thing. Again, it's more of an appliance than a than a gadget. It's it's not necessarily a small technological device. It's 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 a fridge. It's, yes. it's a fridge. Yeah. In the same way that headphones are not gadgets. Yes. Fridges They're appliances. are also not gadgets. <laughs> Uh, headphones, however, are not appliances. <laughs> they have many applied usage. <laughs> Fridges, however, has pretty much the one. It's like you put. Well, your it's shit when in you, it's when you start basically making a fridge, basically something that can then be interacted with, and you yes, go, you like, open door, put no, food out. like the LG smart fridge, which goes, hmm, I appear to be low on butter. LG, scan the barcode on my butter and reorder butter from this window here. And it does it. Not entirely sure how. Very simply, it's connected to the internet. Yes. No, I, I understand it's, it's a smart connected. Fridge. Yes. I understand it's connected to a fridge. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that it's not entirely coated with barcode scanners. No, you scan it when you put it in the fridge. <laughs> and you go, I'm out of butter. Reorder butter. And so, he goes, so very basic, well. Basically, it's literally, you want a laptop bolted to the front yeah, of the fridge. Yeah, pretty much. It's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. With a barcode scanner. And you go, let's put everything in. Beep, beep, beep. And it goes, do you wish to reorder anything? Yes, reorder butter. Very well. Butter has been reordered. Oh, at, least it, at least it's not dash buttons. Oh, God. Do you remember them? God. Yes, they're still I, I was thinking, like, is this just is this an illustration you click or is it an actual thing you get? It's a physical thing you get. You leave it in the kitchen and go, yeah. and then some parent with kids goes why have we ordered 15 boxes of tide pods because <laughs> little johnny kept eating bing, bing 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 i mean I, I understand the idea it's like oh yes just in case we need to order toilet roll we can push the button, button. and then that way we don't have to remember to put it on the shopping list oh. but it, it threw me because they then went okay well here's here's the dash button mm. for sweets or, <laughs> That's that's fatal. <laughs> it's like I'm running out of sweets. Uh. Here is the dash button for giant black dildo. <laughs> like, what have you done with the other one? Did you break it? <laughs> it's, just a... it's like, damn! I snapped this one off. 
it's, it, considering deliveries for Amazon sometimes, you know, it's like, well, it didn't come in a satisfactory condition. <laughs> to anybody who listens to this podcast with uh, speakers rather than headphones, yeah. we're not sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I remember seeing the also, dash buttons, yeah. Alexa, add a big black dildo to my shopping basket. <laughs> nothing actually turned we don't on to have that, that. yeah, yeah I'm, we don't I'm have Alexa, it's fine. sure we can yell as much as we like and the google assistant will just go oh, 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 oh. To, to be fair that i think we need to bring into the conversation which is why we oh. can also say hey siri play something by neil diamond <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, oh yeah there the, you go there's the the um google virtual device. assistant device of yeah, devices the, yes. virtual assistant the mm. worst thing is um these these were like the big Amazon thing, and then obviously Google did it, and then I, thought, I watched. No, I, thought it was, I thought it was um Apple that came out with it first. It went. Could've We've been. got now Siri, which basically will interact with you. I'm pretty sure it was the first someone was Siri. Possibly, but yeah. it, it's it's one of those things. You get these lovely little devices, and then 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 you watch the Black Mirror episode where <laughs> they, they they basically pull the personality of a person and stick it into a little personal device. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, let's not get to that end. It's like, yeah. this is a version of you that's now controlling everything for your life. But effectively, these are just like personal assistants. Well, I say personal assistants. It's a microphone that's listening constantly yes. for certain keywords. Mm -hmm. And then they'll do internet searches most of the time, mm. but can also be interacted with for other things. Because I know the most amusing one I saw was playing Skyrim. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've just done a quick bit of googling yep. for some history on um, virtual devices, some um, uh, virtual assistants. Um, did you know that it's just the kind of technology started with voice-activated toys? Ah, and the oh. first voice-activated toy was called Radio Rex. Oh, Radio Rex. Sorry, he was a little wooden dog, <laughs> and he came out in 1922. Really? Yep. How was it voice-activated? doesn't say it just oh. says radio rex was the first voice activated toy released oh. in 1922 it radios a... radios existed around then, oh yeah they so, did yeah you know it's it's just taking extrapolating the technology it, it would come out of its house when his name was called oh um, furbies furbies yes furby furbies oh god which the government went wait a minute these things are evil they're listening in and gradually learning um english it's like they never fucking learned English. No, they English. didn't. They just, at a certain time, they would then switch over to English because, and to make you believe that they were learning. And then the government went, these things are clearly listening and are working out things. We need to ban these. It's like, have you looked at these things? It was yeah. a stupid, stupid toy. But yes, it was. Good God. It was, that, was it, I want to say Teddy Ruxpin also had a variation that would respond to you. Uh, no, you Teddy talked. Ruxpin would just, you put the tape in. Originally it was the tape. I think yeah. they developed it on the The original one, you, you, you put a tape in his back and he would sing and talk and everything with... Uh, and that was designed with a cassette tape that had two different um, signals. Had the audio signal, and then it had um, electronic signals, which yep. would move the servos in the head, eyes, and mouth. Mm. But it, it it did gradually progress to that. Yeah, there are currently toys that are voice activated yeah. and voice responsive mm -hmm. for that. It's, which is weird when you then go, oh yeah, we've got the Google thing attached to the wall. Mm. So we can then go, or you, and um, <laughs> activate 
the consoles and mm-hmm. turn on lights upstairs or, yeah. or irritate TK by putting music to the <laughs> to his devices. And call people down. It's like, come downstairs. Yeah. Mm. You'll just get irritated because it's like, I have given you the command. Fucking do it. <laughs> I don't well, understand. I don't yeah. fucking care. I mean, Siri is the one that apparently I've always, whenever people do that one, that's the one that always messes up. Always seems to mess up. Google. Google. Yeah. <laughs> Google works perfectly as long as you give her the yeah. things. Siri, you can say things to in... Com- spell it out and it will still get things wrong. <laughs> but it depends on the accent because that was the other thing. It was like, can we identify your accent? Yeah. Which is, which is hilarious. But mm. then that was work-related as well. It's like, oh yeah, I'm calling in so I need to speak to this person. Excellent. Do you actually are you actually capable of saying their name as it is said in the in the in the directory? Because <laughs> if you can't, you're never getting through to it. <laughs> I am looking for Steve Jobs. Do you mean Boris Becker? Yeah. No, <laughs> Boris Becker. That's how it felt like sometimes it was stupid. I, I remember the early days of that when when you go to like book hotels and it's like if you wish to make a booking, say the name of the booking you wish to make now. For example, Smith. And then you get someone who's got a very sort of African or Indian name. And it's like, um, uh, Chakal. I'm sorry. <laughs> Try saying a name like Smith. <laughs> this is the daft thing because it's like it comes back around again to where we started. Because that thing that's stapled to the wall Hang is on. also stuck in our fucking phone. Man, it is, it is kind of weird the, the progression of stuff because stuff we've mentioned as like toys and film gadgets mm. uh, or film literally gadgets it's like and Q what have you got for me today <laughs> and, and and suddenly we oh it was the same thing with like the original Star Trek yeah. the communicator oh, yes, I yes. had a phone that was literally mm, the mm. fucking Star Trek communicator you could actually get that on the on the razor as well the Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my word. Every time you opened it up, people didn't use that after a while because it got irritating. But Well, I mean, the, uh, I think it was around about the early 2000s when the um, idea of having MP3s as ringtones. So oh. you had people basically walking down the street and suddenly a song by Blue would start playing. It's like, oh, that's my phone. Did, or did the Backstreet you, Boys. Did and that you sort ever of stuff. phone anyone? And have music play at you because you phoned them? Uh, only once. And that was with oh. a woman that I was working with. And she didn't put it on, yet somehow it was playing. Yes, because it, you could get it on some services where you could buy a song to play when the person phoned you. So instead of hearing ring, ring, uh-huh. you would hear the goddamn uh-huh. thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like, hold music. Ah. Yes. Uh. yes. But yeah, it was having... Pop- Having MP3s as ringtones was a massive thing, and or then you suddenly could download that... yeah. the Crazy Frog. Oh god! Yay! Everyone had that. I did Everyone not have that. that. <laughs> I was a, I was annoyed grief. because the Crazy Frog stole the annoying sound and made money off it. <laughs> no, they didn't. The, the guy who owned it sold it to Jamster. Oh, he actually sold it. Didn't yes, he sold yeah. it. Oh. I remember on his website he was like, "Look, I know you guys have been constantly sending me things. I I have a deal with Jamster." They didn't steal it. They paid me a lot of money. <laughs> Disgusting. But then that was the problem. Is like he has to reveal that he sold out to Jamster because stop people from telling him 
the chaps that's got this. It's like, look, I, I'm sorry. I sold the thing. Uh, they I paid me out. a lot of money. I'm a sellout. I apologise. <laughs> I like I, cash. I made something and sold it. Oh, my God. Capitalism. I yeah. had the most evil one. Yeah, yeah, sold it to them. Yeah, yeah. It's like Elon Musk buying Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Topical dating. Topical oh. dating. This podcast has been recorded literally the day after Elon Musk has been accepted as to purchasing Twitter. Now, I don't know if this is um, myth, rumour, speculation, or actual fact, but it's okay. something I've heard along the years. All right. And if it hadn't been for Star Trek, we wouldn't have had automatic doors. Uh, yes, pretty much true. Because I, yeah. I've heard that a lot of people when the, when Star Trek came out, everyone's like, oh my god, this tech's amazing, how would we make it? Yes. And so, yeah, we got a few things, potentially like the mobile phone, imitating yep. the communicator and the opening, automatic yeah, opening automatic doors. Yeah, automatic doors were one of those. But, um, but automatic doors never make the, the nice noise. No, because <laughs> that was a couple of people either side of the door, wasn't it? Yeah, it was well, two- it was two people pulling it, but the sound was a piece of paper being pulled and pushed in and out of an envelope. Ah, okay. That was basically paper foley um also the 3d printer was pretty much an an evolution of the replicator Replicator. not obviously as powerful as a replicator but it basically was that was inspired by those people like how could we get this kind of thing and the 3d printer basically evolved from somebody going how could we get a replicator going and that basically was the 3d printer well the the, the tricorder and the medical tricorder yes that, that yep. technology as much as it was i mean basically that's a mobile phone now it, some of it but it's like the yeah. ability to actually scan in something on a handheld device you know not stick it to your ear and scan that would yeah. be brain damage yeah. but it's like the, the salt and pepper shaker yes that's what yes. it was the salt and pepper shaker idea. the medical tricorder yeah, yeah but yeah there is there is something very close to a medical mm. tricorder now i think it's a I think they call it a. I know I saw it on somebody. Uh, spectral analyzer. Mm. It's a handheld spectral analyzer. It is scary yeah. when you look at the medical stuff. And there's a very funny thing of where uh, a company invented one and said, "Now what you can do is you can scan your food and it will tell you exactly well how many calories are in there." For example, ah, whether ah. we scan this apple, you can see with the um, the frequency of this apple reveals that it's got this many calories. And we'll scan this carrot, and you can see with this um, with this uh, spectral analysis, we can see that it's got ten calories. And they went, "Yeah, this is complete bollocks." <laughs> Can you spell the word hoax? Yeah, indeed. Loads of people bought into it. It's like, yeah, of course you bought into it because it looks like science fiction fact. The whole thing is science fiction. <laughs> because Although, a handheld spectral analyzer will cost you about £20,000. Although a lot of science fiction is becoming more fact. It is. Where's our flying cars? The flying cars. <laughs> Let's be honest, we're still waiting for automated cars, but hey-ho. Uh, and the hoverboard. And the hoverboard. Oh, God, the hoverboard. Uh, but yeah, so gadget that i would say dramatically changed things and became so useful is kind of ubiquitous now mm-hmm. the usb oh usb yes. stick yes the usb stick yes why do i say that because i grew up on floppy yeah but what about the <laughs> 3.5 and what was it the two two and a half no you had no, three two, three point five no three point two five yeah or five and no, three point five, five point two five. Yeah, it. five and a quarter inch. And the and five, inch. the five and a quarter inch were the really big ones that literally yeah. were floppy. Yeah. The three and a half were the hard ones that you basically had in uh, PCs, Amigas, yeah. 
Um, now, were well, your three point five uh, inch floppies were they single density, double density, or high density? I had a uh, mixture because I ended the, up buying them across. The years. high density were high density. Double density was single density because double density was just lying. It was Good. the same as single density. True. Yeah. <laughs> you bought you know. They were always saying that in college. It's like, don't buy double, double density. Don't double, double density D. is a... It's just it's single density. Double, D, double D is density. a lie. Double D is a lie. Yeah, double and all D the is women a lie. are like, yeah. we've been telling you that for years. Yes. That's basically what they told us. It's like, don't buy double density discs because they're just single density. Buy high density. And then, you, then you went to this school or university place where they sold shit. Do you want to know what was on sale there? What? Only those discs. <laughs> So you could either have 720k of, of disk space, or you could have 1.34 megabytes of yes. disk space. Yeah. Yep. So the, the reason why I say like USB changed so much is because when I was growing up, that was all you could have, the, 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 the crappy disks. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of these had like the, the copyright, which was the physical copyright, so you couldn't load over them. Mm -hmm. And you could buy your own ones. Where basically you could then load stuff on and then break the tab. Yep. You didn't break the tab, you slid the tab. Yeah, you slid the tab down. Some you of broke them, the tab on cassettes. Yeah, some of them you were slide the tab down. Some of them were you just break the tab off. Um, but yeah, there was the ones with the tab on. And it was like, copyright this. Make sure it's, you, they can't write over it. And you say copyright, you mean copy protect. That's the word. Mm -hmm. But it, well, these, aren't, these aren't small things. I mean, we've talked about phones. This is stuff where you go, oh yeah, one in a pocket. Eh, it's not too bad. Two, ah, it's a little bit uncomfortable. Three, that's starting to get bulky. Five, the standard number that you needed because, of course, school would demand you have. And that's that when many. you. That's when they sold you the the hard plastic disc box, <laughs> which, which you put them bigger. all in. And you put that in your school bag and carried that around. And it along shattered. With books, uh. Along with your books, along with <laughs> fucking hell. Well. Because you bought the everyone bought the clear plastic ones so you could see them inside and yes. then they broke. Yeah. Or you bought the really hard plastic ones, which were either beige or black. That also broke. Yeah. <laughs> At least they lasted a bit longer. Or you did what I did, and when college upgraded all of their computers <laughs> into whatever Windows it was Windows NT four they upgraded to. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, they had hundreds upon hundreds of floppies uh, set up floppies. Yep. Going begging. Ah. I went away with a CD's worth of floppies. <laughs> Think back to around the mid-90s and the Scion handheld system, which boasted itself as being like one of the first like handheld computers. It's like, this is the Scion. This is basically a, it's a miniature keyboard with a miniature screen that allows you to do very basic word processing very basic stuff it's the closest thing you get to a handheld computer nowadays everyone's got the handheld system well te technically we could plug in a mic to the phone mm -hmm. yep and record this podcast forward the files to you and you could edit them on our phones i mean we're not gonna do that no, because, because that's a nightmare <laughs> yes because editing using touchscreen unless you've got a massive screen with very very tactile ah, feedback you can plug the phone into a screen <laughs> oh yeah you can yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah hedge you can get a usb c device yeah that plugs into the phone and mm -hmm. gives you hdmi out yep. and mm -hmm. usb in so you could plug in a keyboard and mouse into your phone 
output, output to, a it to an HDMI device like the telly. Or a projector. Or a projector. And then you've got your full editing suite on your mobile yeah. phone. Yeah, you could technically do that, yeah. yeah technically, te- we're at that point where it's a case of, let me unroll my keyboard. <laughs> I have let, a Bluetooth let, keyboard. Let uh, me let me slide on the mouse gloves. Oh, have you seen? Oh, this is this is gaming related, but I, I will bring this up to wrap up. There is a keyboard gaming controller setup where you can rest your hands in like a li- little, little cradle. Mm-hmm. And it has a series of micro switches where your fingers would go up, down, left, right, everywhere. I have seen this as now a controlling device. <laughs> we are very close to turning into Dr. Robotnik where we just go, well, why don't you just put it on the hand? <laughs> it's like, what are you doing on the train? I'm playing League of Legends. Fuck off. <laughs> we are, we are play that on the train. People who actually have the mobile version. It, it exists. This, like, ep- this podcast sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Fuck no. <laughs> so we'll wrap I up. Have, I don't have many standards, but I'll draw the line there. <laughs> we, we will wrap up. So those are gadgets. Some of this will be down memory lane. Some of this will be ridiculous. And a lot of this is just us going, holy crap. Yeah. We're old. <laughs> Some older than others. Some older than others. I remember the days when I was crowbarred into a classroom and I couldn't move. <laughs> We couldn't breathe. There were so many people. We had to eat rats to sustain ourselves. School food is possible. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, we will. We will wrap up there. So this has been Ramblings of a Grey Muzzle. We've been talking about gadgets. If you want to find us, you can find us at greymuzzlepodcast.co.uk. We are on the majority of podcast sites. Um, you can also find our other stuff. We have a radio show called Tiger Tales Radio that you can find at tigertalesradio.co.uk. Currently on hiatus, we may be live. We also have a gaming channel, which you can find at tigertalesgaming.co.uk. And we do regular gaming videos. And if you want to find everything, just look up tigertales.co.uk. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. Can you remember what our Twitter handle is? Blah, 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 dot com? No. <laughs> Team Tiger Tales for the gaming stuff on Twitter. At Tiger Tales Radio on Twitter. I don't believe we've got a podcast Twitter yet, have we? No, no. We'll, we'll, oh, wait, that mad. we'll wait and see if this gets even more people in. But yeah, <laughs> so we'll wrap up with a round of good, good night. So it's a good night from myself, Xavier Wolf. It's a good night from me, TK. And it's a good night from me, Hedgie. Thank you very much for listening. And join us next time.